semen? Yeah, semen. You know, cum. Oh, yeah. Well, this is a film with a lot of semen. Yeah, it is. Both real and imaginary. Imaginary semen? Yes. Explain. We'll get to it. Okay. I don't remember it. Imaginary? All the fake cum? Oh, yeah, fake. I thought you meant like imagined, like someone had imagined all this semen. I mean, someone did. I, I guess it was probably not the best terminology to use. It's okay. I'm not great. <laughs> uh, well, welcome once again to the Raincoat Report. This is Boss here with Jeremy. Hey. Uh, and today we are bringing you a classic of Carlos Tobolina cinema. Oh, yeah. We are doing that. Why uh, are we doing that? I I don't know. I think that we just got enamored with the title of this film. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that's true. We we brought it up recently. We were talking about Serena, and we loved the title of this film, which is Maylin versus Serena. I do love that title. And uh, this is, I think you pointed out, this is almost the ultimate Carlos Tobolina film. I think so. I think uh, in more ways than one, we will see that that will pan out throughout the day. Uh, I always have a tough time with these episodes. <laughs> I don't know. I like Jungle Blue. That one was fun. Uh, I, I I like a lot about this film, we'll just say. I, like, um, <laughs> I don't like that there's no one here trying to sell me on their sperms. Uh, I guess it, this film definitely lacks that. Yeah. But... What it does have in its place is the ultimate competition, and uh, I can't wait to share with you, the audience, who wins. And really, the true winner was all of us. Yeah, we'll all win in this ultimate battle of the gods. Actually, I think the real winner was Carlos Tobolina, who probably made a bunch of money on this film. I hope so. I hope so, too. I hope he made all the money he could spend. He made at least enough money that he didn't go out of business. <laughs> yeah, he kept going after this one. <laughs> so, yeah, Maylin versus Serena stars the titular characters, uh-huh. Maylin and Serena. Right on. As they compete for a spot in the newest Carlos Tobolina film. Um, one thing that I think is funny about this film is, like many of Carlos Tobolina's films, the directorial credit is by Troy Benny. Yeah. But he is credited both as an actor and as director of photography as Carlos Tobolina. So that's kind of amusing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you got to make the cast seem bigger. That's, yeah, that's, that's what Jess Franco would do. So yeah. I guess that all tracks. Yeah. Yeah, we have, of course, Maylin and Serena, the title characters. We have some other... Uh, Familiar names here. We have uh, Mike Horner and Herschel Savage. Yeah. John uh, Martin shows up. John Martin shows up. Um, Jade Wong. I, I guess, I don't know. I guess we probably haven't seen anything with Jade Wong yet. I'm thinking, but I, I can't think of it. I think usually like we have like Christara Barrington yeah. pop up, but I don't remember Jade yet. Uh, Carlos Tobolina, the man himself, shows up. 
And uh, there are several other people who we've seen a lot less of, but uh, they do their jobs pretty well here. Yeah. It's it's a real cast of characters, uh, all dedicated to get us through the ultimate competition. It's a real ensemble. And ask the question... Who is the hottest star of 1982? Is it Mei Lin or Serena? Cast your votes now. <laughs> maybe I'll make. Maybe I'll make. If I remember, I'll make a Twitter poll. Okay. Uh, I I have my opinion on this that we'll get into at the end of the episode. Yeah, we'll break it down. Will you be racist or will you like Mei Lin? <laughs> We'll uh, we'll have to find out. <laughs> uh, okay, so I mean that's a that's a pretty straightforward introduction here. Anything else you want to add about Maylin versus Serena before we get into it? I think he should have uh, kept making these versus films, yeah, for a bit, and then culminated with uh, destroy all porn stars, <laughs> where they all just have a Titanic fuck for like an hour and something minutes. Okay, you know I think that would be you know, the ultimate Tobolina film. And it's a tragedy that he never got to do it. He does have a film. He has sexual Olympics. He does have that. Uh, That's similar to what I want, but it's not the same. Well, there is a film. I think it's like, I haven't seen as, I think it's uh flesh and laces. You'll never see, you know, Savage versus uh, Seika. No. You won't see that one. You won't see uh you won't see Holmes versus um Oh fuck. So oh. Flesh and Laces I don't is have a other names. is a two part movie uh oh. which in total adds up to three hours. Oh. And I think that most of it is a long orgy. Oh. <laughs> That's my understanding, at least having not actually seen it. Uh we'll I can believe it. We'll probably end up getting to it at some point. We're not yeah. in a rush. Yeah, I'm in no rush to watch <laughs> just three hours of Carlos to believe it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if we do that, we'll definitely have to split that into two. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I, I couldn't do all at once. Just one long end marathon. Up like Carlos. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I should stop those jokes. Those aren't good. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, well, uh, <laughs> On that, we'll go ahead and just take a break and then we'll dig into it. The ultimate battle between porn stars, Mei Lin versus Serena. Serena. Oh, yeah. Yeah, semen. You know, cum. Oh, yeah. Well, this is a film with a lot of semen. Yeah, it is. Both real and imaginary. Imaginary semen? 
Yes. Explain. We'll get to it. Okay. I don't remember it. Imaginary? All the fake come? Oh, yeah, fake. I thought you meant like imagined, like someone had imagined all this semen. I mean, someone did. I, I guess, mean, I guess it, it was probably not the best terminology to use. It's okay. I'm not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome once again to the Raincoat Report. This is Boss here with Jeremy. Hey. Uh, and today we are bringing you a classic of Carlos Tobolina cinema. Oh, yeah. We are doing that. Why are we doing that? I uh, I don't know. I think that we just got enamored with the title of this film. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that's true. We we brought it up recently. We were talking about Serena, and we love the title of this film, which is Maylin versus Serena. I do love that title. And uh, this is, I think you pointed out, this is almost the ultimate Carlos Tobolina film. I think so. I think uh, in more ways than one, we will see that that will pan out throughout the day. Uh, I always have a tough time with these episodes. <laughs> I don't know. I like Jungle Blue. That one was fun. Uh, I, I I like a lot about this film, we'll just say. I, like, um, <laughs> I don't like that there's no one here trying to sell me on their sperms. Uh, I guess th- this film definitely lacks that. Yeah. But... What it does have in its place is the ultimate competition, and uh, I can't wait to share with you, the audience, who wins. And really, the true winner was all of us. Yeah, we'll all win in this ultimate battle of the gods. Actually, I think the real winner was Carlos Tobolina, who probably made a bunch of money on this film. I hope so. I hope so, too. I hope he made all the money he could spend. He made at least enough money that he didn't go out of business. <laughs> yeah, he kept going after this one. <laughs> so, yeah, Malin versus Serena stars the titular characters, uh-huh. Malin and Serena. Right on. As they compete for a spot in the newest Carlos Tobolina film. Um, one thing that I think is funny about this film is, like many of Carlos Tobolina's films, the directorial credit is by Troy Benny. Yeah. But he is credited both as an actor and as director of photography as Carlos Tobolina. So that's kind of amusing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you got to make the cast seem bigger. That's, yeah, that's, that's what Jess Franco would do. So yeah. I guess that all tracks. Yeah. Yeah, we have, of course, Malin and Serena, the title characters. We have some other... Uh, Familiar names here. We have uh, Mike Horner and Herschel Savage. Yeah. John uh, Martin shows up. John Martin shows up. Um, Jade Wong. I, I guess, I don't know. I guess we probably haven't seen anything with Jade Wong yet. I'm thinking, but I, I can't think of it. I think usually like we have like Christara Barrington yeah. pop up, but I don't remember Jade yet. Uh, Carlos Tobolina, the man himself, shows up. And uh, there are several other people who we've seen a lot less of, but uh, they do their jobs pretty well here. Yeah. It's uh, 
It's a real cast of characters, uh, all dedicated to get us through the ultimate competition. It's a real ensemble. And ask the question, who is the hottest star of 1982? Is it May Lynn or Serena? Cast your votes now. <laughs> maybe I'll make. Maybe I'll make. If I remember, I'll make a Twitter poll. Okay. Uh, I I have my opinion on this that we'll get into at the end of the episode. Yeah, we'll break it down. Will you be racist or will you like Maylin? <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have to find out. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty straightforward introduction here. Anything else you want to add about Maylin versus Serena before we get into it? I think he should have, uh, kept making these versus films yeah. for a bit and then culminated with, uh, destroy all porn stars <laughs> where they all just have a Titanic fuck for like an hour and something minutes. Okay. You know, I think that would be, you know, the ultimate. Tobolina film and it's a tragedy that he never got to do it he does have a film he has sexual olympics he does have that uh that's similar to what i want but it's not the same well there is a film i think it's like i haven't seen as i think it's uh flesh and laces you'll never see you know savage versus uh seika no. You won't see that one. You won't see uh you won't see Holmes versus um Oh fuck. So Flesh and Laces I don't is have a any other names. is a two part movie oh. uh which in total adds up to three hours. Oh. And I think that most of it is a long orgy. Oh. <laughs> That's my understanding, at least having not actually seen it. Uh we'll I can believe it. We'll probably end up getting to it at some point. We're not yeah. in a rush. Yeah, I'm in no rush. Watch <laughs> just three hours of Carlos to believe it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if we do that, we'll definitely have to split that into two. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I, I couldn't do all at once. Just one long end marathon. Up like Carlos. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I should stop those jokes. Those aren't good. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, well... Uh, <laughs> On that, we'll go ahead and just take a break and then we'll dig into it. The ultimate battle between porn stars, Maylin versus Serena. Serena. Oh, yeah. Maylin versus Serena is a picture that will saturate you with sex. See Maylin and Serena. In a contest that is the sexual challenge of the century. Maylane versus Serena. It's a very unusual picture. Wall to wall exquisite sex. Serena does her very best to outdo Mei Ling and vice versa. Serena's top build in this, even though it's called Mei Lin versus Serena. So I think you can just call it whatever you want. Yeah, I think that the 
maybe it was like a trade-off. We're going to call it Mei Lin versus Serena, but Serena, you get the first billing. Yeah. Divas, well. man. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, I, again, I have strong feelings about who won this competition and who deserves to be the winner. But again, we'll get to that towards the end of the episode. What if this had evolved into a Joan Crawford, Betty Davis style feud? <laughs> that would have been perhaps more entertaining, to be honest. Uh, um, there's a lot of cooperation in this film, and I'm not against cooperation. They yeah, they get a lot of work done here. You know, fighting is really... It's the violence is the last refuge of a coward, is what I think uh, someone said once. Okay. And then he got socked in the jaw. <laughs> so with that said, uh, violence is a land of contrasts and conflict. I guess so. Violence is a land of conflict. It's a land of a thousand dances. Malin versus Serena. <laughs> I I let you drink too much and talk for too long. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this film opens with uh, a shot of the sun over the ocean, and then a cut to a shot from later in the film where everybody's fucking in a restaurant. Hell yeah! For like five or ten seconds, and then we cut to uh, title cards over an ocean shot. Yep. And again, uh, as you pointed out, Serena got top billing. It's Serena and Maylin in Maylin versus Serena. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We uh, get some synthy music over the credits, which is kind of fun. I will say that the uh, the music in this is definitely better than Pulsating Flesh. Oh yeah, this one, uh, the music was uh, one of the highlights. Yeah. So we then cut to see Carlos Tobolina, who's sitting at his desk across from May Lynn and Serena. He says that he has a part for the hottest girl in motion pictures today, and he's narrowed it down to two. May Lynn and Serena. It's pretty good for, I guess, 82, though you also had Lisa DeLeo was, I think, maybe active at that point, so... There are There's certainly some... arguments to be made for others to that's, be in this running. That's why I really just wanted him to... So I want a series. <laughs> right. Kind of a, a tournament of champions, so to sort speak. Sort of, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll get like a movie each, and then they'll kind of like eliminate one another, but then they all come back in the end for, as we discussed earlier, destroy all porn stars. Right. <laughs> he doesn't know which one is the hottest one. Serena notes that Maylin is coming along fine, but she thinks that she can outdo Maylin. Maylin then offers her a $1,000 bet that she can beat her in this competition. But Serena asks how much this film is paying of Carlos Tobolina. Carlos says he's going to pay the winner $25,000 for this picture. That's quite a bit. That's like a quarter of the budget of Driller. Yeah, which I... Which was a high-budget porn <laughs> right? film. I uh, did not believe this for a moment. No, this was... This is founded on lies. This is in the same universe um, of like matinee idol where porn's like huge. Right. Um, and even then, he still would be like a low budget director if he's given him like 25000 Yeah, that's true. That's, you know what I mean? Serena suggests that they bet the salary of the film, the $25,000, and the role. 
But then I start to think to myself, whoever, it's just them. There's no, there's nothing here. <laughs> it's whoever wins, wins. I, I guess so. Because like, I was trying to think, wait, is, is the winner actually going to get $50,000 with the other 25 coming from the other woman? But that doesn't seem to be what they said. No, it, uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what their bank accounts look like, but they seem to be rolling in it. Uh, well, regardless, we then cut to the girls walking down the street together. And then we get a shot inside a restaurant where Maylin and Serena walk in. We see the waitress uh, give them a menu after they sit down in a booth. So the Internet Adult Film Database says that this is Ashley Wells, who is not credited in the credits or on IMDb. So sure. I don't know. The picture looked like her, so it might be her. Uh, Carlos Tobolina is not known for having good credits. No. We found them to be wholly inaccurate before. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> who, who's to say? This is our waitress, though. Uh, she gives them a menu after they sit down in a booth. Maylin points out a guy in the restaurant to Serena. She says she's going to go over there and fuck him. Serena asks, right here? She says, yeah. Serena says, if you take him, I'll take that blonde over there. So, the guy that Maylin pointed out is Eric Stein... And the guy that Serena pointed out is Jesse Adams. All right. I believe. Okay. Just take this all with a grain of salt because there's just a clattering of bodies in this film. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, unreliable credits. So the detective work I did via IMDb and the Internet Adult Film Database kind of uh, informed all of this, but I may be wrong in multiple cases. Maybe wrong maybe right oh yeah just maybe a lunatic you're looking for Been on a real billy joel kick the last week i don't know what happened something in my brain flipped and i just wanted to hear the songs of a piano man you know i didn't really care for billy joel that much when i was younger but as i've gotten older uh he's he's got some jams that's why they, i think it's why they call it adult you know adult contemporary I guess. Is is his music considered adult contemporary? I mean, it was at the time. It's not contemporary now. Well, I guess not. I don't know. Some of it is real soft. There's saxophones and stuff and pianos, you know. Well, May Lynn stands up from the table and immediately drops her panties before walking over to this guy. Uh, she offers the guy dessert, pulling up her dress. The others in the restaurant look up shocked. He starts to kiss his way down toward her crotch and play with her. So Serena walks over to the blonde guy's table. Again, I think this is Jesse Adams. She says she wanted to come over to get a bite to eat, and she helps herself by picking up a little shred of food off his plate uh, after he tells her to help herself. She then says she wants this type of meat, gesturing towards his cock. <laughs> Uh, the guy asks if he's on candid camera, but she gets down and starts to blow him. Then, she sits up and eats another bite off his plate and says she really was hungry. And that she's never had cock and turkey before. <laughs> uh, she blows him more. Meanwhile, Maylin's still receiving oral. 
the waitress brings out more food to one of the tables. She says they might be overeating and says she's going to go get her boss. So the girls are giving and receiving oral. At another table, John Martin and his girlfriend are watching on. Yeah. Staring like perverts. I don't know if you... Are you really staring like a pervert when somebody starts having sex in the middle of a restaurant? Yeah, eat your meal. (laughs) Mind your own business. I guess. So the waitress brings out her boss. He says, well, the customer's always right, and so he suggests that they join them. (laughs) Then some French people show up and are shocked, but the guy says that they should join, and uh, so they sit in a booth. The boss of the restaurant is licking the waitress's tits. We see Maylin receiving and Serena giving oral more. John Martin fingers his girl. The French people are mostly watching. Then the French guy says he thinks this is one of those swinging restaurants they read about. So everyone switches. So then he and John Martin swap booths and start... uh, Playing with each other's girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, the waitress is blowing her boss, and then uh, May Lynn starts to blow Eric Stein. The French girl's blowing John Martin. Uh, John's character's girlfriend is blowing the French guy. We've got blowies all around the room at this is point. the Frenchman, is it um, Papillon? It is not, okay. no. I he, don't know. I know he's had a beard before, and it kind of looked like him, but I wasn't sure. And like you said, the credits are kind of eh. Yeah, I don't and see him. I know he would have been like working at this by this time, so I was just, uh, I thought maybe. But uh, you know what? It's okay to have two Frenchmen in porn. Yes. I don't know that this guy is actually French either. <laughs> he's just pretending? Perhaps. We don't get enough dialogue for me to really catch him. If he if he was uh, faking it. <laughs> Serena then stands up and drops her dress in her panties and uh, sits down stroking her guy. Maylin basically does the same and they start blowing again. The boss is now fucking the waitress on the table. This restaurant gets so horny once they show up. I know. Um, I will say that this film as a whole is a film of symmetry. Yeah. Uh, essentially one of the girls starts to do something and then the other starts to do it. So we get a lot of uh, side-by-side shots of them performing the same sex acts. Yes, it's a monkey see, monkey do. It's classic. Classic monkey see, monkey do. Classic case of it. You look it up in any law book you have, (laughs) it's there. That's a legal precedent, right? Monkey see, monkey do? Yes, uh, from the case of monkey see versus monkey do. <laughs> yeah, it was represented by Gorilla, 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 and... Fuck, what was the last name? There's something Jewish. Uh, sh- <laughs> I, I, I vaguely great. remember this now. <laughs> yeah, it's an old bit. Bringing yeah. it back. <laughs> I'm trying to get more bits going. I'm trying to get some merch going. I got some in-jokes that are recurring it's hard to get in jokes that recur when you can't remember them <laughs> that's why i listen to the episodes again <laughs> so maylin suggests that they do something hot and get all the guys together so maylin and serena get on the floor and they're encircled with guys cocks and they start to blow them we get a real blow bang going now and then we get a racist casio uh keyboard sting 
a real da 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 as as Maylin's blowing these guys. Yeah, the rest of the music's pretty good though. It's definitely yeah. some like Casio Nintendo shit with a little bit of like flute work, maybe some something else going on. Uh, I dig it. Uh, I specifically noted it in my notes. So Maylin and Serena are sucking and stroking a bunch of guys. Then there's three chicks in the background who are blowing one guy. Maylin lays down on the table, and uh, one of the guys starts to fuck her as she blows another guy. Meanwhile, the French girl's getting spit-roasted <clears throat> as uh, Maylin walks over and starts to play with her tits. Then Maylin and Serena team up to blow the French guy. John Martin starts fucking the French girl as she's laying in a booth. Then she sits up and Maylin starts to lick her nipples as she's getting fucked. Maylin then goes down on her. Serena's blowing the French guy as he's sitting on the back of the booth with his like leg propped up on it. Yeah. Uh, the waitress is uh, getting spit roasted. Uh, one of the guys comes on the girl who came in with John Martin... Uh, her ass, and as uh, May Lynn licks and sucks on the coming cock, as uh, Frenchie is fucking her. Someone comes on the French girl's tits. Uh, meanwhile, Serena's getting slammed hard from behind and gets a load on her ass and a super out-of-focus shot. <laughs> uh, the waitress gets a pretty big load in her mouth and on her tits. Uh, the French guy comes in and around uh, Malin's mouth. Uh, then the scene suddenly ends and we move to a bar. Yeah, it's over. We see a couple of girls sharing drinks. Uh, this is Jade Wong playing Jane. Mm -hmm. And the other girl is... I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. I have but to. But her character, I think, is Sharon. Yeah, I have to say, I did not uh, realize it was a woman at first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I didn't. I just wasn't. I guess paying enough attention. Well, uh, this is a uh, lesbian bar. It's, it's sort of. Well, this it, it is said to be a, a lesbian bar. They ask if it's a gay bar, and he says, "Sorta." Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. He does say sort of. Well, this is a lesbian couple. That is established. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, now we know. Now I know. <laughs> that's what, you know, I mind my own business. I don't worry about who's with who. Yeah. Even in these movies, I'm like, you know, do what you want to do. Well, May Lynn and Serena walk in, and they have caused a reign of terror through this city. Yeah. Or will have by the end of the film, that's yeah, for sure. They are sucking and fucking their way through. It's like um <laughs> it really is like a Godzilla film and there is kind of like a, just a just a they've laid a, a trail of like a waste behind them. Yes, a, a trail of empty ball sacks behind yeah. trail of drained bodies. Yes, drained bodies I think is more appropriate drained. as uh, certainly women are also Yeah. Being drained, drained of their essence. Drained and aching. Yes. <laughs> Sore and chafed. Uh, that's that's especially established as we get to the end of the film, but we'll yeah. get there. Let's roll. So Maylin and Serena walk in and sit down in a booth. Maylin asks the waiter if this is a gay bar, and he says, sort of, <laughs> as you said. Uh, so Serena orders a dragon, and Maylin orders a silk stocking. Are these both real drinks? No, I've never heard of them. 
um, but I'm not really a big cocktail person, you know? That's fair. I like um, my, my alcohols to be more or less undiluted. And brown. <laughs> well, brown is good. Well, beer's brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> most, I would say most of the fluids that I drink are brown. <laughs> so, Maylin points to the couple at the bar. She points them out as gay girls and says that she's going to go after the, as she says, oriental one over there. She can say it because she's also oriental. Yeah, the word oriental is used to describe women in their anatomy in this film quite a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, different time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Serena tells Maylin that she shouldn't try. She says, you know how jealous they get. Maylin says it'd be fun to try, and Serena says, well, if she can really get the oriental one, she'll take the other one. So Maylin introduces herself to Jade and confirms that they're both Chinese. Maylin invites them both back to her booth. Serena then introduces herself to Jade and Sharon. Jade mentions that she's seen all of Serena's films, which I highly doubt because Serena's been in so many films by now. She just, maybe she works at a porno theater. I guess I hadn't thought of that. She's going to usher at a porno theater? (laughs) Could be. She has to wipe down the loads. (laughs) (laughs) She's the one who walks around with a flashlight and goes, hey, hey. Hey, Keep it in the pants. Uh, But she says that she thinks Serena's beautiful. She also says she's seen a lot of May Lin's films as well. Maybe not all of them. Yeah, you know, they're both so prolific. The waiter comes by and also compliments May Lin. Then Sharon, the other lesbian girl here, notes she's seen a lot of those films too, and she thinks they're pornographic. She they pauses, are. and then she says, And I love them. <laughs> they're porn. Yeah, they're porn. So... Yeah, she slides in closer to Serena. Maylin asks Jade if she's ever gotten her pussy eaten at a bar uh, and notes that she wants to. So Jade asks her, what about the bartender? And Serena says, if he says anything, I'll just fuck him. She says, right, Sharon? And Sharon looks confused and says, well, I've never done it with a guy before. And Serena says, why not now? They're a destructive force in this city. Yes, they are. So Jade then sits on the back of the booth and Maylin starts to play with her vagina. The bartender comes by to pick up their mugs. Serena starts to... They didn't even drink and he just came and took their drinks away. Oh, yeah. He probably realizes they would be spilled in the ensuing action. That That was good foresight on his part, if so. If this is a real lesbian bar, he's probably used to it. You know, <laughs> I guess so. they're um, they're unmanageable. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Serena starts to play with Sharon's tits as Sharon also sits on the back of the booth. So again, another uh, scene of symmetry. Yes, as the two uh, lesbian women sit on the back of the booth as Malin and Serena play with them really uh found a, a key to this film yeah you're like a, you're, you might be the world by the end of this podcast whenever that is you might be like one of the world's foremost uh tobolina scholars yes a, a tobolinologist yeah as i'd like to say 
how do you feel about that? Um, you know, at least I have something, you know? <laughs> you know, you get to start a, de- I have a department at Tobolina Studies, the, <laughs> down at the, at the, at the, at the school for the, uh, the community college. <laughs> Where you can learn about Carlos Tovolina. They've got a whole department. They've got like three or four professors. They've spent a lot of their budget to uh, pretty much carry on your work after you're dead. How do you feel? That feels good to know that I've left a mark on this world. Yeah. Uh, I would love to teach a class on Carlos Tovolina. I'd say it's more of a stain than a mark. (laughs) A stain's a type of mark. That's true. <laughs> All right, let's roll. <laughs> uh, Serena's going down on Sharon. She- <laughs> Maylin, after a few moments, asks if Serena wants to try some Oriental pussy. And uh, it's hard to pull Serena away from Sharon's snatch, but they finally switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the onset audio seems to go away for a little bit, and I bet Carlos was giving them direction. I think so. Um, I will say that uh, Serena's armpits aren't totally shaved in this, which is interesting. I like it. I think um, she's um, she's uh, European. I don't think so. Her name, her last name was like Zarnacki. She may be of she, European descent. I guess and it passes down. If your mom doesn't shave her armpits, you're not going to do it. There are scenes where she does have shaved armpits. I think in the first and last one she does, and in the middle two she Uh, doesn't. Maybe this one they just, they're like, we need to do a whole reshoot on it. And she's like, fuck, I'm not shaving my pits for that shit. This is just a Tobolina joint. Fair enough. Yeah. So Sharon lays down on the table and she and Maylin start to 69. Serena then lays on the back of the booth with Jade licking her nipples. The bartender gets close and starts to look and rub his pecker through his jeans. Yeah. Um, he eventually wanders away, and then Jade awkwardly tries to climb on top of Serena uh, to 69 just as Maylin and Sharon are, but they're on the back of a booth, yeah. which means they don't have much width to lay on to try to get in this position. Yeah, Maylin is doing like a very like just like porn film like type of pussy eating where like the legs are spread and she's kind of going in from like the side for it. Like that's uh that's not how you do it. Right. Of course. I'm gonna that's listener advice if you're if you've been doing it like that, you should stop. (laughs) (laughs) Really get in there. You don't have to worry about the camera being able to get a shot. There's no camera uh usually I mean, if there is, then disregard. Yeah. Let your director tell you what needs to happen. Yeah, he'll clip the audio while he yells at you, so don't worry. (laughs) Eventually, though, uh, Jade and Serena figure out they're 69 on top of the back of the booth, despite its narrow nature. The bartender looks on as he's getting a drink. Then, Herschel Savage and Mike Horner walk in. Herschel asks if this is happy hour, but uh, they get a good look at what's happening in here. Mike asks if this is the show, and Serena asks if they want to join the show. The guys order drinks at the bar and decide they are, in fact, in the right bar. Malin asks if the guys want to get comfortable and even tempt them, noting, there's a virgin over here. Wow. 
she has uh, she has decided on behalf of the lesbian here that she's going to take her first dick today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the ladies invite the guys over, and Herschel asks if it's just a tease, and one of the girls notes, it's a gay bar, which means it's a happy bar. Oh, yeah. So Jade and Serena start to blow Herschel, and Mei Lin starts to blow Mike, and invites Sharon over to help. The bartender, meanwhile, just sits on a stool and watches from the side. We get an extreme close-up on Mike's cock as it's getting licked by Malin and Sharon. Herschel starts to fuck Serena on the table as Jade licks her nipples. Mike starts to fuck Malin real hard from behind as uh, Jade and Sharon go down on each other. Sharon says she wants to try some of that and gets in front of Mike. She says, don't turn me. (laughs) Uh, so Herschel starts to fuck Jade. Malin says, bet you haven't had a cock like that in you for a long time. Malin goes down on Serena as the guys fuck the quote-unquote lesbians. Uh, Mike just about destroys the booth jackhammering (laughs) Sharon from behind. It seems to be, like, really creaking and rocking back and forth. Yeah, no, it's tough for most structures to withstand a proper jackhammer. <laughs> uh, he is ultra sweaty here, too, as he's really, he's really going at it. Serena starts to rub Jade and lick her nipples, and uh, Malin helps Sharon lick and suck Mike's cock. We get lots of close-up oral from both of these teams. Malin says, all this sucking is making me horny. Stick it back in again. <laughs> so Mike starts to fuck Malin, and Herschel starts fucking Serena. Both doggy style again, symmetry. Once again, he found it. Uh, and then Herschel comes on Serena's ass, and Mike comes on Malin's ass. And then smash cut to Serena and Malin in side-by-side jail cells. <laughs> Yep, they've been jailed for their many crimes. <laughs> Maylin paces a bit. She says, look where we ended up. Serena notes, they've been sucking and fucking in every bar and restaurant in town. As far as I can tell, it was one bar and one restaurant, but perhaps there was more we didn't see. Yeah, there was a whole lot that This is the theatrical screen. cut. This, this isn't the four-hour full version. Oh, no. <laughs> Maylin says she still plans to compete. And this time, she's going to fuck the jailer. Serena says, not if I can do it first. So then the jailer walks in. So this is Dan T. Mann, who is playing the first jailer here. Okay. They both try to seduce him by pulling up their dresses and showing off to him. He kind of mutters around a bit, but finally he asked uh, for them to show him what they were put in jail for. So he opens Maylin's cell, and she starts to blow him as Serena teases from the other cell and starts to play with herself. Mm -hmm. It's then that the second jailer, played by Billy D, walks in. Billy D. Williams? Uh, Yes, probably. Excellent. (laughs) He had tough... Tough run after Empire <laughs> before Batman. Right. <laughs> he comes in and gives his co-worker a hard time, saying that he's going to get them in trouble. But Serena tries to tempt him, 
uh, asking if he's a, and then she uses yeah. uh, the F word that I don't use anymore. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Are you a faggot? That's what it is. Yes. I can say it. You're, you're allowed to say it. I'm allowed to say it. And if you say it, I will call the ACLU. <laughs> Billy D says, of course uh, you pick the Oriental. <laughs> Whoa. No one can say that. Uh, I don't think the Orient, they don't even say it. I can't. I'm, I'm not going to say it. Billy D is finally tempted into the cell with Serena and she starts to blow him. Uh, Dan says to Maylin that he heard something about fucking, so Maylin bends over in front of him and touches the floor, and he starts to fuck her from behind, and then he lifts her legs and hips off of the ground, uh, basically fucking her in a handstand. Yeah, it's like a wheelbarrow position. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what, I think that's what, we're call, that's what they call it. Yeah. Billy D notes that looks fun, so Serena also bends over and touches the floor, so Billy D can fuck her in the same way. Symmetry. Symmetry indeed. Wow. Uh, we get some penetration shots from below of Serena getting fucked. Serena then starts to ride Billy D in sitting reverse cowgirl, and so Maylin and Dan follow suit, and they both ride for a while. Serena seems to get off pretty good and then lays down on the bench in the cell where Billy D fucks her missionary with her legs pinned up and sure enough, Maylin and Dan do the same. They know they don't want them to try to escape, but they're going to switch. So Dan carries Maylin to the cell with Serena and uh, then he carries Serena back to the other cell. They both get blown a bit, and then Billy D goes back to fucking Mei Lin. We see Dan doing the same with Serena. Again, missionary with her legs pinned up. Mei Lin then finishes Billy D off on her tits, and Dan finishes on Serena. Uh, there's a gag here where his cum lands on Billy D in the other cell, but it's obviously super fake, oh, which yeah. is. Not yeah. the last time that we see super fake come in this no, film. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there's a call on the phone in there, and Billy D answers it, and it's a phone call from the chief. He then, after hanging up, tells the women that they're free. Serena says that she knew Carlos would bail them out, but Billy says no, they're getting kicked out. <laughs> uh, in fact, these two jailers were fired. Apparently, their bosses were on the other side of the wall and heard everything. Oh, that's not how jail works. Take it from me. <laughs> they don't just let you out. Um, yeah. If the jailer gets fired, you just get let out. <laughs> yeah, if the guy who's like supposed to watch you gets fired, they don't just let you out. They would bring in a new guy, and then they would <laughs> make you lay all night on a metal bench and use your hair as a pillow because they won't give you a pillow or even a towel to rest your weary head upon. <laughs> and you use your hair like a nest, and you're like a human bird no dignity <laughs> you know yes you don't know i i know what you're saying i don't know from personal experience you've never been treated like an animal and taken taken from your taken from your uh car i i haven't you're right i mean good for you keep it up it's <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying it's not fun <laughs> We then cut to a house, which I assume is probably Carlos Tobolina's house. Yeah. Because it looks similar to a location I've seen in multiple Carlos Tobolina films. <laughs> well, you know, you 
Gotta use, you know, what's in your budget. He's spending his entire budget just to get one person in his film. Well, and he's, he's spending the budget of like a few of his films to get one person. <laughs> he's also spending part of his budget on this bathtub. <laughs> yeah, that uh, bathtub is, uh, you're not gonna be able to use that again. <laughs> so Maylin is talking to Serena in the living room of this house. She says, All right, I see you have this bathtub here. Uh, Serena says that she's called a bunch of friends over. Serena says, This is the showdown to see who can do the most. Maylin says, you're on. What was the rest of it for? Um, I guess it's been a tie-up to this point because of all the symmetry. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Um, so a bunch of dudes roll in. They say a bunch of names like Steve, Bob, Antonio, so on. But Gregory, like... <laughs> uh, Bechtel, Lemuria, uh, Le- Le- uh, Smegma. <laughs> Don Corleone, uh, Richard Castavet is. Uh, so the guys ask uh, what the girls had in mind. Punch Hardman. <laughs> Serena tells them to relax and have a drink and they'll call them in. So the guys leave and Serena and Malin strip and rub one another a bit. And then Serena invites the guys back in. Everyone's wearing a mask. Apparently there was a sign that was hung up that was saying to come back in with a mask on. Yeah, it's, an, um, it's an Eyes Wide Shut bathtub party. I wish... I liked Eyes Wide Shut a lot, actually, but I wish a scene like this was in Eyes Wide Shut. It would have really made the film. Yeah, if <laughs> they let Carlos Tobolina do it instead of Kubrick. I'd like to see Carlos Tobolina's Clockwork Orange and his eyes wide shut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the ladies get surrounded and start stroking some cocks. May Lynn's blowing some guys, and Serena does the same. Serena then climbs into the bathtub, and sure enough, May Lynn follows her in. They continue stroking and sucking guys as the tub is surrounded by dicks. One of the guys comes on Serena... And it's not long before we see a fake load fly in from off screen oh, yeah, on Maylin. There's quite a few fake loads. Uh, is this our first like Bukaki? Yes. Kind of gangbang sort of situation. Not gangbang necessarily, but more of like a, a suck and fuck typical traditional Bukaki. This is our first Bukaki on the show, yes. Right. Ring a gong. No, don't. That's <laughs> going to play into the stereotypes. Don't do that. <laughs> um,. We see several more real loads, though. Oh, yeah. And there's, fake ones. There's no shortage of loads real and fake in this scene. They continue to suck and stroke, and we get some close-ups of cum-covered tits, uh, especially some where some fake loads come from off-screen. Uh, some of the real cum shots and fake ones seem to be repeated from multiple angles. Sure. Uh, which is economic and fair. Yeah. This continues for a very long time, and there is a whole lot of come real and fake. Uh, the girls stand up in the tub and reach down and start to smear some of the cum from the bottom of the tub onto each other. I wish I hadn't looked into the bottom of the tub. <laughs> it is really gross looking. Yeah, I'm sure most of it's like lube and like fake cum, but it just, I think it being like a pink tub, it just kind of gives it a very unpleasant like uh, color tone to the yeah. whole thing. It looks like a disgusting, uh, like kind of like a placenta afterbirth is short of goop. <laughs> yes. I, I do not like it. 
Serena, standing, starts to fuck one of the cocks behind her, and Malin does the same on the other side. Symmetry. <laughs> the ladies get out of the tub, and uh, we get some standing doggy. Serena is jacking two guys as she's getting fucked from behind, and the guy pulls out and comes on her ass. We see the same thing going on with Mei Lin. Mei Lin strokes and finishes a guy off in and around her mouth, and uh, a guy comes on Serena's face, too. A bunch more fucking and sucking. We see Mei Lin ride a guy cowgirl on the floor, and then another guy fucks her missionary, but uh, comes after just a few pumps right on her stomach. Then we cut to an exterior shot, and then back in, and we see all the guys spent. They're collapsed on the yeah. floor, naked, too exhausted to move. I think there is a point. Um, it's it's tough to tell because everyone's in a mask, but like everyone, like Herschel Savage walks in, and everyone like cheers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I didn't catch that. Maybe I made that up, but there, uh, I do remember a point where everybody cheers about something. Yeah, I thought it was because Herschel Savage showed up in a mask, and they were like, "It's like it up." Uh, like the Royal Rumble when like like an old guy like shows up, you know? <laughs> a legend shows yeah, up. Yeah, when a legend shows excited. up and everyone gets real excited, like Papa Shango comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Malin says, Well, Serena, looks like we got them all. Serena suggests they go see some male strippers, and Malin notes that sounds exciting. Wow. They're insatiable. They are. Then we cut to the ladies talking to Carlos. They ask him who won, and he says no one. It was a tie. So they ask who's going to be in the film, and he says, well, if they can work together, they'll both get the part. Uh, he says he's going to give them $25,000 each. No, he's not. <laughs> There's no fucking way. There's no goddamn way he has. He blew an entire budget for like a year's worth of films on <laughs> like just two people for talent. Right. Uh, they congratulate one another, and then we get a camera shot panning across the living room where all of the guys are collapsed, naked, and exhausted. And then we get our credits. Yeah. And that was Mei Lin versus Serena. Like, I don't doubt that these movies do, like, numbers at, like, the box office. Right. Or whatever, but that money isn't going back into, like, production value. <laughs> Not exactly, <laughs> It's no. going up their nose and into new Ferraris and so forth. Well, the problem also is because it's Carlos Tobolina, there has to be one to four orgies in his film, so there's yeah. a lot of people he has to hire. Yeah, you couldn't spend, you couldn't blow that much money on just two of them, unless you're just getting the rest of them for free. Right. Maybe he's doing that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that $25,000 is significantly more than the budget on any of his individual films. It's definitely more than the budget of this film. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to give our final thoughts on Mei Lin versus Serena. Hi, I'm Serena. Hi, my name's Jay. Jay. That's lovely. I like Serena. That comes from Serena <laughs> Well, I try to live up to it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Serena, I've seen all your films. I really like you. You're really sexy. 
Oh, goodness. Well, I have a good time. Yeah, you're beautiful, both off-screen and all. <laughs> oh, well. Melin, I've seen a lot of your pictures, too. I don't know if I've seen them all, but they're... You're a real turn-on. You like them, huh? Yes. Oh, great. And I love them. I've seen them all. Yours and hers. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you're so open-minded, Jade. Oh, thank you. I am. I've seen those movies, and they're really pornographic. Oh. But I love them. <laughs> all right. Drink a brown, wash it down. The raincoat report mantra. Yep. That's why we're usually trashed by the time we get to recording our Patreon episodes. That's why we have so many patrons. Yes, that's true. They love our wild freewheeling style. We have the wild freewheeling style of a young Carlos Tobolina. Yeah, a young, boisterous Carlos Tobolina. <laughs> His brain is full of brown. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if his brain was full of brown water. Okay, so we're back on the Raincoat Report. Jeremy, I want you to talk about Mei Lin versus Serena. Because I have a feeling we're going to land in different places on this. I think we are. I always have a lot more fun talking about Carlos Tobolina films with you than I do watching them. <laughs> They're like a lot more fun to recap because... You really, you really enjoy them in a way that I think I don't entirely. Okay. Um, so you, you bring them to life in a way that not even he is able to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for that, I thank you. Uh, no, this one was, uh, it's not as madcap as something like Jungle Blue. No. But it's fun to see like two of the bigger stars at the time just kind of go all out and get uh, pretty freaky with everyone they meet. Yeah. There's some fun, amusing situations in here. I like that they wind up in jail at one point. <laughs> right. I didn't expect that. I was like, oh, that's good. They uh, they should be sentenced for their crimes. I think it's kind of amusing that there are no transitions between scenes. No, it's like, um, it's sort of like Bible, but it's not as well done. No, <laughs> not quite, no. <laughs> but at the same time, it's also a lot of the same that yeah. goes on for like... Close to 90 minutes. It's a little bit longer than I would care for it to be. I do think uh, a little bit more judicious editing would make these films more um, enjoyable for me. Yeah. But I do feel like he was also the kind of director who put pretty much everything he had up on the screen. Yes. So, uh, you know. Sometimes every act that was shot and then some from multiple angles. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's... uh. That's a way of making films. Uh, these are, I guess, pretty good ones to, uh, I think, mostly to jerk it to, I think, is their primary uh, directive versus kind of telling a compelling story. Yeah. <laughs> Though maybe he thinks he's doing that. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but I will say this one, it's it's pretty fun overall. It's got some silly situations. Uh There's no real stakes to it at the end, even though, because they both win. Which uh, I would have liked a clear winner, perhaps. But okay, uh, okay let me interject here. Uh -huh. So I have a feeling that there was a clear winner here. Yeah. What do you? Who do you think won? If you had to make a call, it was also symmetrical. It was hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would. I don't know. Okay, well, let me interject in your review. <laughs> you, yeah, tell me now. Let's get into it. 
I think let's have a let's so, have a raincoat just a round table. I went into this with a bias towards uh supporting Serena. Yeah. We had talked a few weeks ago Racist. about how we should uh we should watch uh something where Serena has a bigger role in it after we watched a movie where uh Seika had a yeah. had a lead role. Mm-hmm. Cuz we had seen them together at that before that. Yeah, uh, we had seen them desires. only together. Yeah. That and uh Dracula sucks. And uh tro- uh the the one where Foxtrot the one where John Holmes is on the island. Oh, oh, Prisoner of Paradise. Prisoner of Paradise. So I went in kind of leaning towards Serena before I saw the film, but to be honest, I think May Lynn like outdid her in every scene. I think that she was more enthusiastic and on the ball. But I also think that her character was written to be the one who started shit more than Serena did. Yeah, she's a she's a real she's a real shit stirrer. I'll say that Serena apparently had the idea for the bathtub blow bang bukkake thing. Oh, but in like she was the one who described oh, in the film. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I got you. I thought you meant like behind the scenes. No, no. I'm yeah, like in the film. That was a Tobolina invention. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> um, in the film, she introduced that, but in all the other scenes, Maylin started shit, and there are so many times throughout the film and during the scenes where she uh, starts all of the... She escalates it. She escalates it, yes. Yeah. Um, but also, even like regardless of how it was written, and I do think that it was written to put Maylin in kind of the... Uh, the center uh, role center role yeah. in a lot of the scenes but i also feel like just maylin was more enthusiastic throughout the film sure uh serena did not do a bad job by any stretch of the imagination no. but if i were carlos tobolina and i didn't have fifty thousand dollars to give for this role but i did have twenty five thousand dollars to give for the role pick despite my initial mm-hmm. Uh, leanings towards Serena, I would have to pick Maylin. I think she was the one who truly won if we had to pick a winner. All right. I had not really... Once they both won, I was deflated. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of saw that coming. Yeah. It seems like a Carlos Tovalina (laughs) cop-out. I was like, they both won? I was like, then who cares what happened? (laughs) Why did I watch this? Yeah, why did I spend an hour of my day on this? Uh... But, uh, no, I would definitely, I think I would agree with that in retrospect. She definitely is the, uh, catalyst for a lot of the situations they end up in. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, going out and provoking these situations. If it was up to Serena, they would just go to restaurants and bars and just have meals and drinks. (laughs) Right. But, uh, I kind of get it as well. Serena was a little bit more of a veteran at that point. And I think Malin was just kind of coming into, uh industry like more recently so yeah i do think that that was kind of a bit of a boost yeah that was kind of played up in the film too like uh like at the very beginning serene it's kind of positioned that Mm -hmm. way that serena was the veteran here and she said that you know malin i think i you know you're getting better and better but i think i can outdo you still it is um i will say it is sort of a interesting case in a sort of like a metatextual thing where they are outside of the film but also you know just kind of playing themselves in a way right uh 
and you don't see that too much in pornography, which I think, I feel like a lot of the times Carlos has good ideas and he's not necessarily great at executing them. Yeah, there's something, cre- there's a, there's the root of a good idea here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like it's, um, it's basically the pornography version of eight and a half. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a Fellini film. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, it's like, it's like adaptation or like being John Malkovich or something like that. You know, uh, <laughs> There's a little Maylin that rides around in Serena's head. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's definitely some interesting stuff here. But uh, overall, uh, it's not entirely successful. But for having a creative idea and then executing it in a way that's mostly uh, fun and never uh, repetitive but never really boring, I would give it like a three star, I think. Uh, okay. And that's being... I'm being quite generous, and that's with the, uh, that's with the patented boss uh, explanatory commentary to kind of get me over the uh, the hump <laughs> of resistance. So uh, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I I like this film. Um, there is a lot of good sex here, and I think that it, it's kind of funny because. It is a Carlos Tovolina film, so despite the fact that I'm going to praise it in a lot of ways, it's this praise is being given because of my love of uh, low-budget, high-concept, low-execution films. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's something about it that makes me feel warm inside. Sure. Uh, You can see... Sure, it's not just the, the, the Woodford... (laughs) well that definitely helps make me feel warm inside um but i i thought that the the sex itself in this film was pretty good yeah i would say that it wasn't necessarily like wonderfully shot but it also wasn't poorly shot no kind of in the middle of that yeah it's definitely um it's competent enough, but barely. <laughs> it's probably more in focus than uh, Jungle Blue. Yes, it's more in focus than Jungle Blue, but not totally in focus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and at least there's no like lonely nerd and orgy in this <laughs> one. Everyone gets a chance to participate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Yeah. Um, it's fun. If you take a moment to like think about it, if you step back from the film itself and just like kind of look at it in retrospect. It's about Maylin and Serena causing chaos across this town. Um, just sucking and fucking their way through a bar, a restaurant, yeah. the jail. Yeah. Uh, what happens in the house is kind of, I wouldn't really consider that raining chaos through the city. No, it's a little, Once you invite people into your home, anything goes, really. Yeah, it's a little anticlimactic in that sense. They should have gone to City Hall. They should have. They oh, should have man. taken down the mayor. They should have gone to the Capitol and <laughs> sucked the shit out of some Capitol Police guards. It's Malin and Serena versus the United States government. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so I, I, I appreciate that Like Carlos Tobolina is a character in it. 
and he's the one who's judging this contest between Maylin and Serena, but he's not there at any of the things that happen. No. He, <laughs> he doesn't know. He just <laughs> kind of gets an idea of what happens, I guess, just hearing about it. I don't know. Maybe he's like little spies. He's got his agents. <laughs> you know. Had, Carlos Tobolina has a network of people all across like San Francisco or wherever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They report back to him about the goings on. Maybe it's all reported in the papers. They got arrested for it. That is true. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, but if you had to assign a rating, say, of stars, what would you give this one? Honestly, and I would understand how nobody None. other than me would give this rating, yep. but I would give it three and a half stars. All right. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't give it more than that. Yeah. But I just had fun watching this movie. And while it's filled with flaws, the flaws in the movie were entertaining to me. Yeah, they're forgivable enough that the film uh, is still entertaining despite its uh, shortcomings, I would say. Yeah, for sure. It was was a fun little movie. Uh, Malin and Serena are both very attractive and worked very hard in this film. While I did give uh, Malin a little more credit than Serena, I mean, you know, Serena also did a great job and... Mm -hmm. They got into all kinds of kinky messes. I will say that I found the weird fake cum thing kind of uh, unsettling a little bit. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't like when they do it in modern porn, and I don't like it here. Uh, if it was just a bukkake with real cum, that would have sat with me a little bit better. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, whatever they did here was slightly unsettling, but it was, it was still... Uh, it makes the film notable, I guess. It's a fun thing to discuss. Definitely. Uh, so, at the end of the day, even though I was slightly revolted by it, I still found it entertaining. So, it's overall a win. Um, you kind of have to go into something like this understanding the type of films that Carlos Tobolina makes. Right. And I would put this up with the best of Carlos Tobolina's sex films, which is a very specific scale to put things on. Yeah, definitely. Uh. Uh, there are other Tobolina... There's at least one other Tobolina film that like, I particularly want to cover on here, and I'm sure we'll get to more along the way, oh, but yeah. we'll we'll give it several weeks before we go back to the Tobolina well. We're giving, we need to recover. God, can you imagine if we did a whole month? I, I don't think we could. I would quit. <laughs> I'm sure you would. I mean, I... If nothing else, it's kind of easier to take notes on a Tobolina film because there's not as much going on. Although, I will say that, like, it's not like the modern films that we're talking about on Patreon where, like, they just stay in a position for, like, five minutes so there's nothing to write about. They they are at least switching positions, so I had a lot of things to write down. Yeah, that is something, I think. That is different between the the two uh, yes. eras a bit. Uh, at, at the very least, Tobolina's films are dynamic. They're raw. They are raw. <laughs> They're raw, and that's what counts here on the Raincoat Report. That's how we like it. Well, speaking of Patreon, uh, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash Report. It's worth noting you can't search for Raincoat Report. You have to browse directly to that because we're considered an adult uh, content producer, although 
maybe I shouldn't have chosen that. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we're uh, we're on there. Uh, Patreon.com slash Raincoat Report. You just... get early access, ad-free episodes, and two bonus episodes every month, including this Friday, where we will have This Ain't Not Axel Braun Volume 2. Yes. Where uh, we get a little political and a little spooky. Yep. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, if you want to follow Jeremy's uh, madness on Instagram and Twitter, at Raincoat Report, well, do all, that. Well, it's both, with all of us, really. Everything I say on Twitter even reflects on you. I mean, it does even if I don't want it to. Yes. Yeah, no, I've... That I, I because of that I in essence I've been banned from Twitter on multiple occasions. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, if you are already following us and you can't support us financially, that's cool. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Tell a friend. Let them know what we're doing. And if you're going over to one of your friend's house and sitting in a bathtub while a bunch of loads, real and fake, are being launched at you. You should probably go ahead and not forget your raincoat. <laughs>